So good. Good to see you. Am I loud? Talk a little bit louder than Lee. Actually, that's not true. So good. Could be the smallest crowd in the history of Destiny Church Melbourne. That's okay. Hey, God's doing stuff every single day. Miracles, touching people's lives. Yeah, we hear so much negativity through the news. And it's, it's good to hear st- stuff that people go through. Not just so it's entertaining and it becomes this weird thing that we actually like bad news, but so we can empathise and even get involved and help and pray. But there's so much negativity going on. And I just want to encourage you that every single day there's miracles happening. Even if you don't hear them, there's miracles happening. There's people being touched. There's people being encouraged. There's hope. There's joy. There's peace. There's grace. That There's a stirring happening in people's hearts. There's people growing. There's people that were suicidal that aren't anymore. These are testimonies just out of this church. There's people that were anxious and now aren't. There are people that felt like that they were in a hopeless situation and now they're full of hope. And hope isn't this dictionary meaning that means wishful thinking. Like I, I hope it comes to fruition. I hope it comes to pass. It's, it's this crazy, amazing, deep Greek word that means the eager, confident, joyful expectation of good coming into my life and it's anchored not in an outcome because our faith can't be in something that we can't touch or or see but it's anchored in a person it's anchored in Jesus so I just want to encourage you guys that that what we're believing to see presence health and influence as we're believing that that God blows through this room However, he wants to do that, meaning that we are aware of him in the room. We're aware that something shifted when something happened, that we're aware, oh, okay, he's everywhere, he's in me, but but he does increase. So I want to be aware of him moving through us and in us and upon us, because it's, he's my life, like he is my life. And I really, I, I've been thinking about this thought that when God goes from being our God to our life, everything changes. Because we've all got a list. You know I love talking about lists. Like all the time, you've got a few hundred things that are happening in your life. Like real life. Like real life. I've got a list all about me. And I'm going to go through it. I've got heaps of stuff that I'm dealing with and going through. Working out who I am to Him, God. Like my insecurities and fears, my dreams, my desires, what I want out of this 80 years, 90 years on earth. What do I want my life to look like? What do I want people to say about me? Am I a good husband? Am I a good father? Am I a good friend? Am I earning enough money to provide? A- am I dreaming for my family? Am I, am I okay? Am I having rest? Am I reading? Am I in, am, do I have a hobby? Do I have a best friend? Or just, do I have associates? Like We could write 200 things about just me. And you could write 200 things about just you. 
But then you've got your family with every relationship having a list of themselves. You're aware of this. You're aware of your God list. What could it look like, you and him? Those dreams of seeing your family encounter perfect love. Praying for people and seeing them heal because we want to see people better. Even if they choose doctor and there's a victory there, that's amazing because there's healing, there's wholeness. That's the goal, regardless of which option we take. He can do it in an instant or take a process or it can just come naturally. The goal is people are blessed and healed, yeah? But we pursue him because we've seen him move. So we offer to pray. What are the dreams in your heart, in your God list? I want to live in joy. I don't want to be anxious. And the Bible says never to be anxious. That, that's not true. Because <laughs> I get anxious. So what's the key? Are there keys in his list for me not to be anxious? Because the Bible talks about that as we present our requests to him, the things that we need in our list, the Bible says, that, and the peace of God transcends our own understanding. Like We just don't understand how it happened, but it happens because he's God and we're not. So we get to present stuff to him and peace comes and it undergirds our life because we've all got a list. I've got a life list. Lee exaggerated. I did not nearly burn the house down. I think she even said truly. True story. I think she said true story. And it wasn't a true story. So I'll be having words with my wife. Because you can't say, like, you know, and people say, literally. I'm like, what are you, what are you even saying? <laughs> She's saying, true story. It's not a true story. A little bit of an ember flicked out, and it was about 6 a.m., and I didn't see the smoke filling the house. Because <laughs> it was dark. And then when I turn on all the lights, I'm like, oh, wow, the glory of the Lord's here. <laughs> oh, this is nice. This is part of the vision. And then I'm like, oh, I don't think his glory smells like smoke and affecting my lungs. So then I'm like, oh no. So I open the doors and, yeah, anyway, disaster. But it was this tiny little thing, but slowly, slowly just burning. Slowly, slowly just burning. But that's part of my list, the fireplace. I love it. We've used nearly three quarters of our timber supply and we are 10 days into winter. So Gumtree, just add a notification and message me when you get one and um, I'll come pick up the timber so I can use as much as I want. But you want to be walking around with a t-shirt and um, shorts in winter, don't you? That's the goal of our house. Anyway, but we've got a list. We've got a list. Five places on the list. We, we, we clean up, clean the, the, the kids' nappies. Like all this sort of stuff. Real life. Real life list. Pain, hurt, stuff from the past, stuff that doesn't let go, triggers, memories that come up that we're like, oh, that hurt. Relationships that have been disconnected, that haven't been resolved, that may not be resolved. We've got this massive, massive list everywhere we look. Encouraged? <laughs> but then we've got his list. He pro he's got these promises. And the boys and I were talking about, what are promises? We throw around words all the time. Like, what does Hosanna mean? Love the song, but what does Hosanna mean? I don't know. I know they said it to Jesus when he came into Jerusalem, Hosanna in the highest. Got to look it up because it's a weird word. But we've got, we've, got, we've got this. We've got these lists. It's like how do we actually do this God list? How do we see the things that we want to see? 
because he's got a massive list for you. It's love, it's peace, it's hope, it's joy, it's miracles, it's people encountering him, it's actually seeing societal transformation. Like all these things are possible for us. I'd love to see a shift in the, in the prison system. Just with rehabilitation, I wanna, I'd love to see a shift in homelessness and how do, like the question, how do they, how do people that have been beaten down for so long through bad choice or not, how do we actually step in and rehabilitate so they can function at a high level and impact other people that may have been in that position that they were in? Like, it seems so big, and add that to my list of how does this happen? How does this church impact the city? How do we go from not just talking, but doing? How do we live selfless lives where we think about others? Like, all these things, massive, massive things. And I said, and I spoke a couple of weeks ago about what's, what's the ingredient? Like, what are some things? Because we can acknowledge the lists. And I talked about peace and how peace is such a big deal. Love's a big deal. Faith's a big deal. Hope's a big deal. But peace, there's something about peace that's different. And it's not dictionary peace. It's not the absence of war. It's not the absence of chaos. But the Hebrew word, that meaning shalom, it's this massive weighty word that means nothing missing and nothing broken. It means complete. It means sound. It means alignment. It means unity. It means, it means knowing Him. It means communion. It means experiencing Him. It's this, it's this God thing that undergirds our life. When all hell is breaking loose, we can still be at peace. That's the word. It's this full, incredible word that when we look at our list of stuff and we look at his list of stuff and we go, what the heck? That's actually opposite to what I'm going through right now. What's the deal with that? That we can actually, you know what? There's a way out and it's peace. And we can actually experience the peace of God that transcends our own understanding. And what happens when we start to do that, it's almost like time stops sometimes. It, it, it feels like these are some results and fruit and evidence that you're operating or experiencing peace. It feels like time stops. We're so busy and often a lot of that now is we're on social media a lot, including myself, and we think we're busier than we are, but we're losing time because of scrolling. I need to address that. Not to go to this weird extent and say social media is of the devil, but actually to manage and learn how I can function and, and time management and do all the things that I need to do. But a result of peace is we start to feel like there's more time, that it's not so anxious and it's not so stressful because we've encountered Him, we've encountered peace. The plan is that his list would actually infiltrate our list. My heart is that I would encourage some, someone every single day of my life so that would have, they'd have a genuine encounter with the God that created them. And we've been on a, a journey process, whatever we want to call it, for probably six or seven years where fear would actually grip me before I would go up to someone and offer to pray 
And we always want to be sensitive. We don't just want to go and approach someone as they're walking quickly past them. Like, hey, how are you? I um, just want to pray for you. <laughs> like, are you an idiot? Like, we don't want to do that because we want to honour. So we're, we're, I'm asking for, I'm not even asking for opportunities. It, it, it's almost a ridiculous prayer. Because there's, op- there's an opportunity with every single person that you come into contact with every day. Because of what you know he has done for you. And the whole purpose of the Bible is, is receive and give. Receive and give. Every day, receive and give. If you can stamp your life with two things, this would be a good one. These would be good ones. Receive and give. Every day, receive and give. God, I'm receiving your peace, now I'm giving it away. Often we use that verse when it comes to giving money in church. But that wasn't the context. Jesus gathered his disciples in and he said, you know what, guys? You're actually going to do what I've been doing. Crowds were following Jesus because of the miracles. No one had actually done what they said. It was different. He was preaching, but he was also doing. What a beautiful thing when that happens. When we don't just experience people that say things but actually their, their actions follow up. That there's something that happens after they talk. That there's a demonstration of, of power and a move of the Spirit, not just words. But we can combine the two where we're actually practicing what we preach. Amen? I want to be a church that practices what we preach. I think the world is looking for a church, for a group of people that are genuine and real and acknowledge their list and acknowledge God's list and actually practice what we preach. To not throw stones, but to empathize and bring hope because we've received, so now it's time to give. So that's our heart as a church. And the key ingredient to living in this balance of his list and my list is peace. So we're meant to receive it. It's not through works. It's not through being educated, although study is awesome. But it's having an encounter with peace. The Bible says that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I was at a coffee shop with Steve Little, and funny enough, the coffee shop was called Little by Little. So that's funny. Um... Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, we went down there for a coffee. And as I was sitting there, I just felt, obviously we, we believe that God speaks really clearly. One of our core beliefs that uphold the vision of our church is God is always speaking. He's always speaking. We just got to tune in because his first language is in English because he's God. But he does help us and guide us and give us grace, which enables us to hear. So God speaks and He's graced us with the ability to hear him. But we've got to take a step into that to learn, like anything. You can't learn the guitar by looking at a guitar. You've got to actually do something. So we've been learning how to hear God. It's practice, it's, it's risk, it's scary, it's uncomfortable. Fear gets involved. Past hurt and experience of what I haven't seen gets involved. But I still choose it because I think his list is truer than something that I haven't seen because it's his word and everything hangs on his word. So I'm just looking over at the, uh, it looks like the owner and I get the word increase and expansion. I'm like, okay, I've learned enough that there might be something on that. 
So before I leave, I always want to say it because I want him to be blessed and encounter Jesus through an encouragement because maybe no one would have known that. He's like, this guy has just said something to me that no one else could have known. So now I feel seen and loved and, and known by God. So that's the goal. We're actually, we're actually speaking on behalf of God full on to, to, to say, hey, he sees you. Like, he loves you and sees you. This is the whole deal. Like, Jesus has said, tag, your it. Like, he's gone. He's gone. He sent his spirit to empower us to do the works of Jesus. This is, the, this is even why we're here. To do the works of Jesus on the six days, and we get to come here on Sunday and celebrate what he's done. That's the kind of church I want to do. And I probably don't want to come on Sunday if we're not doing that. But actually, we're doing the stuff during the week, and we're just bringing scrolls of testimonies, and we're just sharing what he is currently doing, not what we did in a revival in 1940, although that's amazing. And we learn from that, and we acknowledge that, and we love the leaders that did that. But we're in 2018, and he's still alive, and he's still in a good mood. So I just went up to the guy, and I just paid for my triple shot latte, actually triple shot three-quarter milk latte, and I said, hey man, going to sound weird, let's call a spade a spade, it's going to sound weird, mate. I said, does expand, I said, I know this is what I said, have you got another business? And he's like, yes. I'm like, boom. So you get encouraged, because I held expansion, and that in itself is expansion, because he's in one now. And I'm like, man, I just felt like God sees you, loves you, and whatever you're contending for, he wants to increase it. And I said, Jesus is amazing, and I encouraged him. How good's that? Well, you might go, whatever. I'm like, I heard from the God of the universe and gave a word to someone and he was speechless that I knew because I was just having a coffee. It's like we're at a trivia night and uh, we're at a trivia night with a couple of amazing people from Destiny Care. And, uh, and, the, and I overheard, this is what happens when you start seeing miracles. You, you hear, oh, the pain is so incredible. And you're like going, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it right now because I still deal with fear of what are they going to think? What are they going to say? and pride gets in the way, and my reputation gets in the way, and all this kind of thing. But I, I hear her constantly saying the pain. She broke her ankle, this lady. Never met her. She's on our table. I'm not going to tell you the name of the group that they decided to call us, because it's a little inappropriate. <laughs> That's wild. But I wanted to go to connect with these people from Destiny Care, because they're amazing. And we had a trivia night. Dad came with me. And she kept saying the pain's inc incredible, the pain, the pain, the pain. She broke her ankle, what, four days earlier. Well, That's pretty bold being out. Anyway, so I, um, I don't need to pray for an opportunity. <laughs> like, I've seen miracles, and that's not a, I've seen miracles, guys, like I'm a Christian. <laughs> but she's sitting there. So I don't need to pray for an opportunity. I need to ask her a question. So I just sat over during the intermission, and I said, hey, what's going on? And I noticed a moon boot. She explained the whole story. You heard me share it. I said, hey, can I pray for you? And she was really good. And again, it's like where people can smell a rat. Like they can, they, they know if you're being genuine. So we're learning empathy. We're learning kindness. Kindness is before power in terms of moving in power, miracles. Kindness is always first. So I asked her, I said, what's going on? She told me, I prayed for her on the spot. And she, I said, check it out. And she, you know those faces you get that you're like, She's trying to work out what is going on. 
Like she's like, what is going on in her head? And I'm, I always get excited. And I look over at Dad and I'm like, yeah. Because it's like we've seen enough, hundreds and hundreds of this moment of people going, when Tinny Calder was with us, he's like, I remember him. He's, it, we were with him for four hours hearing his story. And he had nine, nine out of ten pain. And he's doing this, going, you know, his face. He's just going like this. And I'm like, I'm like, yep, yep. It's probably half. The pain's probably half because Jesus is that good and his list is true and amazing. And when we go, you know what? I've got my list. Like I could, I could have an excuse of why not because of this list and what I'm dealing with. But when we go, you know what? I'm still dealing with this and it doesn't disqualify me for being kind. It doesn't disqualify me for stepping out in power and taking a risk. Maybe I heard expansion. Maybe I didn't. Worst case, that guy gets encouraged with something to do with his business. So I prayed for her and the pain dropped and she's her head spinning. And we prayed again and nearly all the pain left. I don't know what happened the next day. But in that moment, she's just like, ah! And I'm like, Jesus is amazing. We heard Nolene. Nolene and I had a 10-minute conversation in my office about some logistical things. And I stopped the conversation because I just you know when you can think about other things at the same time maybe you're talking to someone you're bored and you start thinking of something else (sighs) never do it I'm learning to be engaged and fully aware when the eyes start flickering no but I actually thought but we've got to learn how to do that we're still giving them our all because God's going to start speaking so it's learning how to honor and loving and having them feel valued while you're communicating with them, but also being aware that he's speaking in another realm, so to speak. So I just had the word floaters out here, eye floaters, you know, those shadows and lines and things. Anyway, prayed for her. She gets home, completely gone. What do we say about testimonies? So whenever you hear something good, it's worth getting excited about because the God of the universe used me, hello, me, ridiculous to to have some things removed from her body it's just amazing wendy's hip prayed for wendy's hip she had a shooting pain down her hip we prayed bang healed how's this ainsley can i share it um you come up actually ains okay it's good (laughs) self-awareness so ainsley messages me before the bethel night um we had a bethel night here it's funny you have a church that church on Sunday we had 180 people here amazing anyway um (laughs) she messages me and said can you ask because we've got a culture of the prophetic here this is what we're building can you ask the team for a word of knowledge you know what a word knowledge is it's a gift of the Holy Spirit of something that is either currently true or true of something that happened in the past so not future but current or past that something is present what's the purpose so that that person feels seen and known by God that's the purpose. So Ainsley said, can you ask for a word of knowledge of an injury in my body that the team can guess, whatever, here? And then I wrote back, hip. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to ask them. I'm growing myself. <laughs> so I'm like, hip. And she freaks out. She goes, how'd you know that? I'm like, well, no, she didn't say that. Um, and um, anyway, she wakes up completely healed the next morning. Jesus? How good's that? Like, I didn't even pray. I didn't even pray. I just said, hip. And then he did something because he's so good. Sometimes he doesn't even want us to pray. 
Sometimes he just wants us to put a hand on someone. Sometimes he just wants us to hug. Sometimes he just wants us to listen. Jesus never taught about praying for healing. He said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So if anyone doesn't want prayer from me, I say, no worries, mate. <laughs> I'm like, get him, Jesus. That's what you said. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. There's so many. Like RACV guy out the back of the church, um, jump-starting my youth, I think for the 19th time now. I've said this, haven't I? 17, I think I said last time. It's a joke. Something's going on. So I've disconnected the battery now, so I don't have to call them. But anyway, I said to the guy, have you got any pain in your body? Because I want to pray for you, because pain's not okay, and we've got a solution living in us. Sounds weird, I know, but it's true. So I said, hey, have you got pain in your body? And he goes, no. I'm like, okay, does anyone in your family have pain? He's like, yeah, my dad in India has got, and he just went through the list. And I'm like, oh, that's not cool. Like, you're not even with your dad, and he's going through this, 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 and this. I said, can I pray for him right now? Grab his hand. Like, it's caring. It's not just me trying to get another notch on the belt. It's not, hey, you got 10 healings this week. Look at me, I'm a guru. No. It's about people. It's about kindness. It's about empathy. It's about stepping in and allowing the God of heaven to use. This is the whole deal of Christianity. The God of heaven crashing in and using people to point them back to him. It's the whole point. So we, when we get this, receive, give, receive, give, receive, give, receive, give. Freely I've received, now freely I give. Freely I receive, now freely give every day. Game changer. We don't need the popular preachers doing all the stuff. When the whole church is activated, ingrained in all of society, I know it sounds weird, but then when we're loving people at work, when we're loving people with the coffee, when we're showing time, we're showing care, we're stepping in. Because you know what? Jesus got hit so hard one day, and yet he found it within himself to continue to minister. He heard about John the Baptist being beheaded. And he was actually preaching in a synagogue at the time. Do you remember the footage when George W. Bush found out in that primary school that 9-11 happened? That they came up to him and you could just see him like, oh, wow. Similar to that, Jesus preaching, disciples come up. Hey, John the Baptist dead, related to Jesus. Remember Elizabeth and Mary? They were giving birth at the same time. This was a relative. <laughs> and Jesus found out that he died. And Jesus, he displayed empathy and kindness like no one else, but he operated in power like no one else. Why? Because he was, he, was, he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus actually said that you, us, will do greater works than me. It's in the book. But when he heard about it, what did the Bible say? Matthew 14. It said that Jesus withdrew to a secluded place. He, wanted, he needed to be alone. He needed to process. He needed to grieve doesn't make sense, the Son of God. Yeah, he laid down his divinity to show the world what a person in right relationship with God could live like. The Bible says in Acts 10.38 that the Holy Spirit anointed and empowered Jesus of Nazareth and he went around doing good and healing all that were oppressed. So he's modeling all aspects of life to his disciples and not just modeling it for modeling's sake, but he needed it himself. He needed to grieve. He needed to process. He needed to walk out of pain because it hurt, because it was a relative and death prematurely is not okay. So he went in a boat, the Bible said, and some translations 
they end up the disciples being in it. So anyway, I didn't, I'm not going to go into great detail with that. So I'm like, maybe just let him in and he's like, be quiet while I grieve. I don't know. But he was such a people person. Crowds, 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 crowds. And news spread of him everywhere, the Bible says. You could list 20 verses that say the word crowds. Do a study on it. And crowds followed. The crowds pressed in. The crowds were intense without any PA, without any public endorsement. It was just testimonies, testimonies, testimonies of miracles and kindness, miracles and kindness. And news spread of him everywhere. And they get to the shore after the grief, after the pain, after Jesus' list that he's dealing with, fully aware of the God list, fully aware that God gives us his list, fully aware that we have ours, but fully expecting in a really healthy way for us to continue with his list as we continue with ours. It's not, yeah, but one day. It's not, yeah, if only. It's not, yeah, but when I do this or when I do that. No, no, it's stepping into kindness and power even when we're dealing with our list. And what does the Bible say? That, that they were there all day, the crowd, they were waiting. They, they, they'd scoped it out. They'd stalked him. They, they worked out the, the route that he had gone and they'd camped on this grass. The Bible says four or 5,000 women and ch- uh, men. They didn't count women and children back then. No good. We love Everyone. This church loves everyone. It's like saying it, because some don't. So when they got there, the Bible says that even in grief, the Bible says then Jesus had compassion on them. See, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. They were hungry. It's a practical need. But he met a practical need that cut through the practical, the food, the processing that food and nutrition he cut through that to show you know what there's someone who loves you and sees you and cares about you and he crashed in in the midst of him sorting out his list and i want to encourage us this morning as as natasha can jump up i want to encourage you like how are you seeing the crowd how are you guys, how are we seeing the crowd? How, what's our perspective of the crowd? Often our list gets superimposed ahead of the crowd. That the crowd's over there, but our list just comes in all the time. But it's like straight in. Oh, I see that person over there. And then the list comes in. It's like, I've got anxiety. It's actually a disorder. I've been diagnosed with it. And we empathize with that. We walk with people through that. We point them to to professionals but we also point them to Jesus not either or they make the choice we don't manipulate choice we offer choices but we pray we comfort we encourage but it's easy for you to see that person and the list it comes up because it's so real it's it's you it's it's our list it's personal stuff that no one else sees you can see me as, oh, I can, I can preach, I can sing in perfect pitch, and all this sort of stuff. But you can see this. You can see this. Oh, you've done renos on the house. We've traveled a lot. We've done 70 flights in five years. Wow. Like, if you really knew stuff that I go through, you probably wouldn't come to this church. <laughs> no, you would, you would, you would. I'm being silly. But we've all got that. I'm not saying look at me. I'm just saying, like, we've all got it. But you know what? You've been stamped and marked with his list as well. We've got this list in our church. It's presence, health, and influence. 
It's God is good. God is always speaking. Nothing is impossible. Healthy families and relationships, personal transformation. God's kingdom is advancing and is being outworked through the church. We've got lists. We've got our lists. Let's stand to our feet as communion can be passed out. That would be amazing. If you don't feel comfortable taking communion, just let it pass you by and the person next to you won't even care. But I want to encourage you, if you want to, oh, don't close your eyes, close your eyes yet because you'll uh, be taking your communion cups. But just begin to think about like your list, his list, and where peace comes into that. The peace of God allows you to live with both lists happening at the same time. And that voice in our head that says, yeah, when you deal with that, you'll be able to do this. It's a lie. But let me also say this. There are times where you need to pause. There are times where you need to do nothing. There are times where you need to drift off to a secluded place and tell a couple of people. It is okay to be out of the game for a little season. That's why we need people. Because when that little season turns into months and turns into years, then we've got some issues. And that's why we need people in our life to go, hey, hey, what do you need? You've got to get back in the game. You've got to start giving out. How are you going to get through this? And we encourage. So Jesus, we thank you for the reality of who you are. We thank you that you've, we've got a list, and so much of that list is beautiful. Even the, the tragic side, there's, there's, there's good that's come out of it, and we don't even understand. And we don't want to go through tragedy to have good come out of it. No one wants pain and discomfort, but the reality is sometimes life hits us so hard that we're spinning, and we don't even want to look at your list sometimes, God. But I thank you that you have actually enabled us, God, to live with the two lists because of peace, because of that word shalom that means nothing missing and nothing broken, that we can be in perfect peace, the psalmist says, even while everything's falling around us, because peace is an inside job. Peace is not determined by the external. It's an inside job. So Jesus, the Prince of Peace, would you come this morning?